Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. When that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. That's obviously not our co-host, Randy Griggs. Uh, Eric, yes, Master Sensei, yes. sitting in, riding shotgun, uh, filling in for, uh, I, I don't know what Randy's doing. He's a lot of gallivanting. Mm, uh, maybe some gallivanting. He might be traipsing, traipsing around mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You've got you've got gallivanting, you've got traipsing. Um those are pretty much I don't know, gallivanting seems a little more regal. Yeah. Traipsing seems a little more underground. Traipsing seems tra- like a thing that like a you're drunk kind of sh- does. Like like you're sh- you're traipsing, you're kinda of like showing off is the way I've always thought. Oh of. really? I thought That's, gallivanting is yeah, more. Yeah, I thought off. traipsing was like Gallivanting just, is like, you know, like galloping. Gall- yeah, traipsing, you're just barely getting there. Yeah, traipsing, like. you're the you're, traipsing, dragging. You're, like, you're buzzed, you know, and you're just kind of yeah. like walking down the street to the next bar. Right. That's, that's more of me. I always thought of that trudging. as <laughs> trudging. That's, yeah. that's meandering, that, maybe. Oh, me, oh yeah, yeah. No, no that's, the, that's early in the night when you're still in the good buzz portion yeah. of your night is your meandering. <laughs> meandering yeah. is like you're you're just kind of not sure yeah, where you want to go. Traipsing is you're... more like going to get food at the end of the night, and trudging mm. is what you do after you like gorge on like five pounds of Taco Bell. Mm, yeah. Then you're trudging. I, I, would, I have a feeling we could keep this topic going for quite a while. An hour. But... Uh, yeah, we, I've already seen the number of viewers uh, dip a little bit, so we're going to uh, change the topic. But uh, yeah, we got Randy is on assignment this week. 
Uh, so Eric is sitting in. Yes. We are smoking some Southern Draw. Yes. Um, I think we're smoking the same thing. I'm not really sure. We'll find out here in a minute. Uh, mm. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in live. If you're watching live on Facebook, go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, share that in your feed right now. That would be great. If you're listening on, uh, watching us on the YouTubes, uh, subscribe. Follow the little instructions there. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the little thumbs up. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, podcasts. Are we on live on X again? Is that still a mm. thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, we're yeah, live on we the sure X. Are. We've got one viewer. X. That's yeah. fantastic. Go X viewer. <laughs> fantastic. Yay, if you're on X, X chime in. Yay. Chime in with a comment. Like you might Repost. be the only one. Repost. And, but we appreciate it. We appreciate it. That's a that's a new platform for us. We haven't been on X very long. I think this is only the second or third show we've done yeah. there. Um, so still kind of growing that uh, that space. You're listening on podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us mm-hmm. a five star review and a comment. Really do appreciate it. Helps people find the show. Helps us keep the lights on. Um, and helps us keep. I'm going to say the best producer in the business. Mm. Like it helps us it keeps him on payroll <laughs> with without question. But let's it's, not tell him that. It's it's a small business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got live right. studio audience checking in. It's uh it's it's beautiful. We're we're still rocking our way through is it, this is season 7? Season yeah. seven. What? Yeah. So uh, just a reminder what we're doing here on season seven, we're working our way uh, up the uh, the dojo rankings. Um, we, we did a quick uh, snapshot a few weeks ago, and we're working our way through the top 32 cigars uh, on uh, the dojo leaderboard. Um, I don't know which number this is. I feel like this is probably number 30 or 29 that we're on right now because we've had so many... I think this would be 30 because we did the Davidoff and we did um, Illusione. Illusione. Illusione was 32. Now, Jordan, oh, you can't strictly go. Here. You can't strictly go by that list because remember. Yeah, because it changes. It changes. Yeah, we yeah. we did a snapshot um, because, like I said, every time somebody checks in, they get a yeah. thumbs up. You know, a brand moves up or down um, the list. So we did a, a quick snapshot. But uh, I think or we're. There. Well, let's see where they're at now. Yeah, let's, yeah. Well, we're, also, we're, we, yeah, we can look at that. We just counted. There's sometimes there's like um, there's dupli- duplicates in a way. Like if there's if one right there, the o- Oliva and yeah. Oliva because Oliva is also as a company owns the um, Studio Tobacco. So if mm. you want, so we have all the Studio Tobacco going into the Oliva company, but Oliva as a brand is just the cigars that say Oliva. Um, so let's see where we go. So we're smoking. So there they are, yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, about the same. So now they're now they're yeah. Yeah. no, they're probably about the same because you got a couple right. of those. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's right right about the same smoking Southern Draw, and this was this was an interesting one. This is going to be a fun topic tonight, just yeah. to discuss this brand in general. Um, well, kind I'm of the general. Bada bing, bada bing. Really fun. Uh, really fun. But just to discuss the brand, uh, they're they're kind of. I don't want to say meteoric rise. That's a bit dramatic, but um, they kind of burst on the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when. 2014 or 15. I was, yeah, I was going to say 15 around that time. Um, and maybe even earlier, actually. But I think uh, it started officially in 2014, I want to say. Okay. I don't know when they, yeah, like, I, when they, you know, started getting popular, but I think they, that's when they that's were when they founded. I, I draw, so everybody in their like in your life you have like certain things that you define as a time frame right so that's your frame of reference like that was before or after this happened right uh, so for me with cigar COVID. stuff it was b- before or after i was working with mombacho 
And I know Mombacho, I was there 2016 through 2018. So I know that I covered you, the Southern Draw booth before I was with Mombacho, when I was still with uh, Cigar Federation attending the trade show as uh, as media. So I know they've been around for a while. Founded in 2014. Uh, 2014. So yeah, so 2014, 2015 shows, they were probably, I remember they were all the way in the back, like way, way, way at the ass end of the show uh, their first year, but they had a really nice booth. It was, uh, they must have signed up late, but they had a, a pretty nice booth. Uh, but again, that was uh, several years ago. But I think we're all smoking uh, something, yeah, we're definitely smoking something different because I can see Eric lighting that up right now. I am smoking the Manzanita, which uh, Manzanita, which apparently means little apple. Um, I it's not an apple flavored cigar. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, it's got all, a red uh, thing. That, here. You got to remember, red, red. all their cigars Bam. tie into a floral slash vegetal theme. They all tie into or a biblical theme, and usually they have like a member of the family theme there's all these things okay. going on at the same time but almost always it's a flower or a tree or you know something in that ballpark it's a uh, little apple in spanish um yeah. apparently uh so whatever that does for you um that's what i'm smoking this was released in 2020 we were i was looking at their website we we're trying to figure out if this was this was pretty much their last big release they've had a couple of cigars come out since then uh, but uh, Eric and Jordan pointed out they've got Morning Glory and Evening Primrose, and I think those were uh, CI exclusives. So not really like a national release. So this was probably their last big national release, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there we go. Yeah, let's see what the – so it's the 300 Hands. That was a big release for them too, but that came out Should we go before trend? this. Okay, so Rosa Sharon is the most checked into slash thumbs up mm -hmm. uh Cigar, it's, and then followed right cigar. by the Desert Rose, same kind of ballpark. Manzanita's up there. And it's funny, the J Jacob's Ladder is like the total opposite of those other ones. Cedrus is a good smoke. I would have thought uh, Jacob's Jacob Ladder would have been higher. It was. It was like third. Oh, did I miss it? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, I did, yeah. You're right. Third or fourth. Yeah, down. now, Rob, I got to tell you, I got to apologize because I was going to do Manzanita with you, but... Uh, it turned out I didn't have any, and I did have, um, I did have some uh, Rose of Sharon Desert Rose. Um, nice. So I I went that route instead, kind of threw a curveball. I, I apologize for that. Uh, Jordan is also doing the same cigar that I'm doing, and then Scotty and Matt, what are you guys doing? Ah, uh, we are both enjoying the Cedrus Lancero. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, a little a little switch up. Uh, Robbie, because um, I I thought I had Manzanita, but I didn't have Manzanita. Well, so, I, I, I thought I, I thought I had a co-host, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit happens. Sounds like a disease. <laughs> Trust me, if I had it, I would have. I would have. I was sure that I had one, and and I didn't. Uh, so I'm going this route. I I love this particular cigar. I'll talk a little bit about it more late in the sh later in the show. But uh, Robbie, what are you going to drink with your Manzanita? So I was uh, kind of. I wasn't really sure where to go. I've, I've smoked this cigar before, and I don't remember it having an overpowering flavor profile in any one direction, right? There wasn't anything specific uh, that I can remember, like, gleaning onto, like, oh, this has a ton of chocolate, or it's a creamy profile, or whatever. Um, and so I kind of just, I went with something I don't think I've ever actually had on the show. And since it's so damn cold here in uh, Crystal Lake Studios, boys, I didn't go with the... Uh, 
with a copper cup and all the crushed gla- uh, crushed ice and everything. Uh, but I'm drinking a uh, Kentucky Mule oh, made with nice. some uh, get some Knob Knob Creek 12 year. Uh, it's about a, I think it's 100 proof and a little bit of lime. And I always I always throw in a couple of dashes of bitters. So a couple of dashes of Angostura bitters in there, uh, and top that off with ginger beer. So mm. that's what I'm going with. I do love. I do love Kentucky Mule. It's a great drink, man. Now, I mean, in the comments, Joe Machado says, since we're showing the Dojoverse stuff, yeah. leaderboard, uh, he wants us to comment on, there is some, you know, Dojoverse um, news. Uh, yes. Oh. We've got a new leader. It's Look been, this. you know, Look I think at- almost since the very, very beginning. Chad might have uh, taken the lead in 2020, at, uh, you know, a month or two. But other than that, Daniel R has been in the lead for you know four years, and as of like this month, Chad to Chad is our leader. Mm. Congrats, Chad! Groundbreaking that's big. stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's that is that's pretty amazing to like because Daniel. I mean, we've looked at this before, and Daniel was like way ahead, way ahead. Yeah, like not going to be caught. I hope he's okay. You know, he's. Like, I think Daniel's going through some stuff, so everybody, uh, if you're the praying type, um, do that for Daniel. Um, but um, I know he he does he does log on every day, and uh, yeah. But you know, I think he's he's got some stuff going on, and um, so uh, so Chad is. Well, you gotta is, give Chad the kudos, man. Is the new leader in the leader in the leader board there in the clubhouse? Uh, look, look at number four. Look how sexy that is. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that you in a Wes Anderson film? Is that is that what this is? Pretty much, yeah. But Jordan, <laughs> we've got other news on oh, Dojoverse. Uh, Why don't you tell them about the new badge today new that you can earn? Badges today. We've got a few. Um, so most importantly, uh, Placencia. Yeah. We've got a Placencia badge as the new brand badge. Uh, any Placencia cigar you want to check into Alma mm. for a day, you want to check into Alma de Fuego. Any of the Alma de Campos, the Placencia, any of Organica, the Almas, we get it. yeah, all the Placencia cigars. Those are going to lead towards uh, uh, a levelable Placencia badge. Um, it goes uh, five cigars get you your first badge, then ten cigars, then every ten up to a hundred. Then it's, it goes uh, twenty cigar check-ins from there. Um, also, we've got the Urudashi for these are individual cigar badges. We got the OG Irudashi badge, that'll get you actually points as well as a cool badge, uh, and then we've got the new uh, Irudashi 2024 badge as well. I hope nobody earns that one until after the 29th. <laughs> yeah, except for me, I could do it. Uh, <laughs> We're keeping track. If anybody checks into that cigar before the 29th, we know you're we full. We know. They go. They go. Hit you with the band hammer. That's it. You're out. Now that's a good point, Rob. Because here's hammer. the thing, guys. Um, the whole fun of this is just checking in when you're smoking it. Like that's the whole point of it. So there's it's like a journal. There's no. There's no. You don't get any kind of bonus, Rob, if you're the first one to get the badge. That doesn't make. Doesn't help you in any kind of doesn't way. Work that like, way. The whole point is to show you where you are at in your sort of personal journey, and so you don't want to do old check-ins or fake check-ins. Just check in to cigars. Like here's what I do. I just check in to cigars when I'm smoking them, and whatever happens, happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Whatever happens, happens. Let the data just, just fall where it may. The, yeah, <laughs> the data do its thing. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna check in right now. I haven't done this in a while. I am oh, I am rude. so I'm te- I am just terrible, <laughs> yes, terrible at this. This and like and, and putting away laundry are like two things I just cannot mm. do. 
I don't. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten I'm, better, Rob, at putting away laundry. And I don't know. Let, let, let me tell you my strategy now. My strategy oh, is uh, putting away laundry goes something like this. I get the big pile from April, which she does so nicely. She folds it. She puts it in a big pile. And then I take that pile and I separate it into categories. Got my T-shirts. Got keep you separated. Got my pants. Got <clears throat> socks. Got underwear. And then that's when I take those individual piles this is riveting information, people. Jeez. Riveting. <laughs> riveting information. On the edge of my seat. Yeah. But, Jordan, let's tell folks while uh, Robbie's doing yeah, that. I'm checking in. Yeah, you guys Let's tell you guys folks talk, what talk we are yourselves. going to pair with our Rose Absolutely. of Sharon Desert Rose. Jordan, this is one of my favorite drinks that you make. Uh, you've, you've kind of been perfecting it over the years, Rob. So we decided Southern Draw Cigars, we wanted a drink that was sort of Southern inspired, kind of like you did with the Kentucky Mule, which is similar. Yeah, Uh, We are going with Jordan's Mint Julep. Now, a lot of people think of Mint Julep, Kentucky Derby. Yes, yes, Kentucky Derby. But Jordan, you've been perfecting this for a Uh, while. So maybe you could tell folks what goes into yours, because I'm telling you right now, this cocktail is so stinking good that what I'm drinking right now could be, forget Kentucky Derby. I want to have this every single day it's phenomenal what do you do to make this cocktail so stinking good well and this is a tweaked one so i'm still i'm still tweaking the recipe still perfecting yeah i mean th- this is not this isn't even part of the recipe this is just like this could be its own drink i suppose um but normally the tweak is there's lemon uh i don't think there's lemon in a normal mint julep i think we talked about this on a previous show before uh but so it's a half half part lemon uh one part Mint simple syrup, that's kind of the signature ingredient. So you're, you do the regular simple syrup, uh, you're boiling, you're boiling the, the equal parts sugar and water, and then once, once it comes to a boil, you take it off and you add in a whole grip of mint leaves. Uh, let that simmer for 15 minutes, then you strain that. Um, so that's your, that's your base. Uh, then there's the half part lemon, fresh squeezed lemon, two parts bourbon, um, then you're going to garnish with the mint, of course, as you do. Uh, and I usually, in the past, I always did some Angostura bitters. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that quite works with the drink, so I switched up to orange bitters for this time. Um, this time mm. as well, I did. Uh, I replaced a bit of the simple syrup. With, so I've got four. <laughs> I've got most. I don't know the exact percentage, but I've got the simp- the mint simple syrup for most of the drink. Then I did a keech. A smogliant, as I say, of uh, <laughs> habanero simple syrup and another smogliant of ginger simple syrup. Mm. So we've got ginger. Ooh. We've got mint simple syrup. We've got habanero simple syrup. A little kick. We've got the orange bitters. And, of course, regular mint is a uh, garnish. For the bourbon part, we did half uh, Old Forester rye, which is not bourbon, but we did rye. And then half uh, Barrel Proof 291 bourbon. Wow, it's complex. I can tell you right now. So we got a lot going on here. I can tell you right now. I mean, I know it's early, but I like to kind of give my my first impressions. I, Robbie, this this is a killer. This is a killer pairing. I, I feel like the cigar is 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 perfect for this drink. You're getting this, um, you know that what you what you really love with the the Ecuadorian <coughs> Connecticut wrapper. And by the way. On their on their website, this sort of is kind of interesting. I would like to get your opinion on this, uh, Rob. Um, Ecuadorian 
cloud grown. Uh, this, wouldn't that just be shade grown? That's, that's shade grown. I mean, <laughs> yeah, shade grown. Yeah. yeah okay. So, yeah. but they wanted to say cloud <laughs> instead of shade. Cloud grown. Yeah, can't fault them for it. Yeah, that's cool. Keeping it fresh, uh, you know. Cloud grown um, <laughs> rapper, and then just they've got. Shit up um, either way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then they've got fillers from. Uh, they're Corojo ninety nine and uh, Piloto Cubano Ligeros. What page are you on? I'm on their website. It doesn't say cloud. This is our our website. I'm oh, looking at our website. website oh, it's so like the press really, release because we probably actually we just posted what they said. Talk to them about this, yeah, but anyways. Right. Um, and then some other uh, Honduran and Dominican. So this this is I don't know Jordan is I guess this is a classic what Lancero is it? It's Lancero, yeah. Because it's uh, smaller than what Scotty and those guys, the Cedrus that they have is it says is, it's a forty is much is longer than this, this. is a seven and a half by yes. seven and a half by forty yeah seven and a half. So their Cedrus is 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 a Lancero, but it's just bigger version. But but Rob, there's no, so, ours is a seven and a half by forty. Yeah, ours is a, a standard one, but. Um, Rob, so much flavor coming out of this Southern Draw cigar. It's always been one of my favorites, the Desert Rose, Rose of Sharon. So much flavor just billowing all around every sensory, my, from my nostrils to, to my tongue. Everything's perfect. And then you come in with this drink. It has a little bit of sweetness, just a little bit of that spicy note from the ginger. Oh, so far, early early on, Rob, absolutely nailed this one. That's you're starting to sound like Randy over there, just uh, uh, hyperbolic I, I, to, the, to me, the end. You know me, Rob. Normally, I, I'm the one that's just like, eh, it wasn't that great. I'm, if I'm if I'm jazzed about it, you know it's good. Yeah, you're fired up. Yeah, um, yeah that's you know you do have. I think that's their best cigar is the the Rose of Sharon Desert. Rose. I do too. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we don't have the Desert Rose. We just have the Rose of Sharon. No, this you're is smoking, the, you're smoking the, the Desert Rose. It's got the little black subband yeah. on it, doesn't it? Yeah. What, uh, pink sub band. Yeah. This so is it. No, it's the regular Rose Sharon. No. I oh, thought the really? regular Rose Sharon was the. Uh, regular The regular Rose Sharon has the pink sub band. The Desert Rose has the black sub band. Desert sub-band. Rose has the black sub band. Oh, okay. Well, whatever we're smoking, I thought that's what good. I saw. Well, well, I do think the Desert the desert Rose is slightly better than yeah, just the plain Rose so. Sharon. Yeah, the Rose of Sharon but is great. Nobody's yeah. saying that. You and know, the Desert Rose just not, takes it to the another. The Desert level. Rose is an amplified, right. I think, okay. better version. Well, I'm smoking a good cigar. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's We're fantastic. Having great drinks, smoking good cigars. It's a great night. <laughs> that's yeah. it's it's a, it's a good place to be. Um, yeah. So I, I went with the. I, I'm not going to get uh, go down the same uh, rabbit hole with my drink, but um, I do love a Kentucky Mule. I'm, I I I like to. I celebrate the entire Mule catalog. I think I like the uh, I like the Kentucky Mule. I like yeah. the the Moscow Mule. Um, I like a dark and stormy, which is basically a rum mule, but they don't call it that. Um, what else? There's all kinds. There's of, another. Had, there's another mule that people order. I'm a huge a fan of the Mexican mule. Mexican mule. Oh, that's yeah. tequila. Yeah, huge tequila. Fan of the Mexican yeah. mule. I've never really done it with tequila. I've done it with mezcal. Mezcal, mezcal usually, mule. Yeah, is, yeah. Mezcal is, is actually, I think, a better version right. of what I call mm. the Mexican mule. So yes, yeah, super, super solid. They're and they're just so flexible. You can put whatever you want in them. Really, like a, a, a vodka or the. Um, vodka one which is at the the moscow mule that can be like it's like a margarita it could be like a million different flavors yeah uh you know whatever fruit you happen to have on hand which and it's always super easy to drink but i I do like to go with the you know the right kind of the right kind of glassware and uh you know get the ground up ice and everything but like i said it's uh 
it's freezing over here at uh, <laughs> at <laughs> Crystal Lake Studios, so I didn't want to. Those get glasses get what those glasses get cold. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, it's it's in the low sixties, and I am <gasps> struggling. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's like. It's it's like forty two degrees, which okay, is cold enough for be. me. We still okay. got to be. In well, well, yeah, but you, you but you guys signed up for that. I'm like, it's forty. It's no, no, forty two no. degrees here tonight. No, it's forty. And right we now. shut the heaters off because it was too warm. In here. <laughs> Again, you guys signed up for that. That's true. I signed That's up true. for Fair. sun. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And you know, and you know the the marine layer, but that just brings it down to like sixty five. I didn't sign up for forty. That's not that's not where I'm at. I've okay, got. I, a, as long that's as why I had you to... know that that's not actually that cold, and you, you I, know. no, it, it's it's it is relatively. Co- it's all relative, Jordan. Everything is all it's all <laughs> relative, and it is relatively cold here for me, uh, which What's is why I had temperature. To... Me? Yeah. Uh, like perfect day. Perfect like seven temperature. 70, 75, 76? I can get on board. With I don't. I don't need to be any hotter than that. Mid mid eighties is about as high as I need to go. I need I need it to be ninety-two. Oh jeez. Uh, I was gonna say seventy-five is oh. ideal here, which is kinda interesting because yeah, it's gonna I, be too cold I, at night then. Yeah, you get you gotta have well, it. Yeah, it's the day versus the night. Like which yeah. one would you rather enjoy? At, at nighttime I I want it to be eighty one degrees. But Ooh, in the no, day God. it's got it to get to there, it has to be like ninety two. So you just prefer yeah. the night. I do. Uh, when it's when it's eighty one degrees, I, I need to I need somebody hosing me down while I'm laying in bed. I need five fans yeah, pointed out. I would much that's rather just it way be, too hot. I think 78 is perfect. And then at nighttime, it drops a little bit, but I'll just, I'm fine with just putting on a light jacket and sitting by the fire. Yeah. We've, now, we've if, you guys, some, if, some if you guys are watching and, and you're, wherever you are, if you're still country, watching, tell us, <laughs> tell us your perfect temperature. But before you do that, if you did do this pairing with us tonight, make sure to post it either on YouTube or Facebook. Hashtag pairing so Jordan can find them. Tell us the the Southern Draw cigar that you were able to uh, smoke tonight and the drink. And what is it about it that you either like or dislike? And at the end of the show, Rob, we'll do audience pairings and see who uh, has the most interesting. We don't want to say who paired it best because we're not always looking for the best pairing. We're just sort right. of looking for the most interesting. Well, that is what I titled the poll. So okay, well, I always title it "Who Paired It Best." But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the best no. pairing. There's been some times Take where, it how and, you and I'll tell you, it took me a while, but I have I have finally checked in uh, to the to the Manzanita, and someone asked, "Yes, I'm I'm a fifth degree blue belt." And this is probably my first check in in an embarrassingly long amount of time, but um, <laughs> well, you, uh, yeah, but I'm still it's yeah, it's all it's all in the effort. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I have to do to uh, get my clothes put away, but um, <clears throat> getting checked in on the dojo verse is not something I, I don't know. I just I'm just bad at it. But um, I'm digging the cigar so far. Um, this Manzanita. I'm about I don't know about a quarter of the way through. Uh, this one is I'm smoking the Toro, which is a six six by fifty two. Um, this is what do we got? Habano hybrid, uh, undisclosed Habano hybrid wrapper, uh, an undisclosed Habano binder. Uh, the filler's got some uh, Pella de Oro, some Corojo ninety nine, some and some undisclosed Lajero. Um, I, I, it's too many undisclosed things so for much, my taste. So yeah, much you got to disclose something. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this was made at uh, the uh, AJ Fernandez factory in Esteli. Uh, blender was Robert Holtz. Uh, he's the owner of um, 
of Southern Draw. Let's talk a little bit about, as you guys talked about the blends of your cigar. Let's talk a little bit about this brand just in general. Yeah. Like they, like I said, they came on the scene around 10, about 10 years ago. Um, and wow. the first handful of years, like they were pretty, they were pretty hot, especially I think in their push online was good. Robert was always active mm-hmm. on social media. Uh, I think he was doing lives on Facebook damn near mm-hmm. every night, uh, you know, talking to people and, you know, talking about all kinds of different things, but, uh, you know, always, uh, bringing it around to tobacco. There was a lot of interaction. Um, they, they presented well at trade shows. Their cigars did really well. The Rosa Sharon was a highly rated cigar. Uh, the Cedrus, I believe, Cedrus, Cedrus, however you say that, um, <clears throat> was one of their their later releases, and that was also very uh, widely enjoyed. Jacob's Ladder, some some good hits from them, and then they just kind of fell off. It was we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. They just kind of disappeared. Well, you know, here's the interesting thing about them, Robbie was. They had this sort of reputation of taking an entire year off. Even when they were hot, there was years that they would take off and not even show up to the trade show at all. Nothing. Just almost like they were gone. And and then the next year, they'd come back super strong, kind of blow us all away with a couple things. And we're like, ah. And then and Robert himself would say, hey, while all of you guys were doing – uh, PCA last year, I was down in Nicaragua. I was, I was, you know, coming up with the next year. It takes, it kind of takes me a year to kind of do these other things. So like we kind of got into the habit of Southern draw being like super hot off out of the picture and then super hot. But now, unfortunately, um, in my opinion, and I don't know what Jordan thinks, but it, it's been a long time now. I mean, we're talking since before COVID. I mean, it's been almost nothing out of them. So this isn't just a year off. We're, now we're talking two, three years of It was, of it was four. Oh, the, last time, the last time we saw them was TPE, yeah. right before we, last, we met Patient Zero. One of the last major releases I can think of was their their five-year anniversary. Was that like Kudzu five-year anniversary? And there, you know, it's going to be like this every five years. Well, I'm sure we'll get one. Oh, I'm not sure, but we might get one this year. But that's crazy to think that like not much has happened between that last five year anniversary and and now this is their ten year anniversary. And 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 Rob, to your point, I mean, you don't see you know Robert very often anymore on social media, and so it's just radio silence, kind of. I don't know, you know, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm hopeful because I really like Robert and I love Sharon. They're great folks, but yeah. I'm hopeful that they're going to surprise us all and do something crazy. One thing we got to, you know, give Southern Draw credit for, they're one of the OGs um, with AJ Fernandez. Yeah. Um, I mean, after, you know, like AJ doing Diesel and a few of the other Man of War stuff with the CI, uh, when, he, when he was getting started on his own, I think Southern Draw is like the first boutique you know, to really partner with him. Right. Um, so you got to give him props on that. Well, it speaks to the strength of the brand. I mean, we're talking about it. It's on the show tonight. I mean, it's still 32. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a solid that's brand, a especially for not having a lot of new, you know, you know, the new shiny thing to report from the brand. It still is holding up as an overall brand on Dojoverse. And I mean, that I think to me speaks volumes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah like, I completely agree. That's all time. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'm going to find out what they are 
uh, um, trending at for the month? Like, are guys still, you know, yeah. is this is this just like do they had such a high amount of check-ins in the early goings of Dojoverse that that's carried on, or is this you know is this something that's they still got some buzz? Now, Rob, you've been uh, part of a brand, obviously, uh, Mumbacho, and you've sort of saw their trajectory rise uh, and then sort of fall and then go off the map. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm, I, I don't want to be Mr. Negative Town, but it does, there does seem to be some parallels there. Like <laughs> it doesn't, I, I don't know. Like it's, this seems too, like too long of a hiatus. It's yeah. I mean, the, the hiatus is the, is the thing it's um, <clears throat> with Mombacho. At least when I was there and uh, when Claudio was there, we never really there. They kind of went into hiatus after Claudio left. And I think they brought in a new master blender um, and a new president, um, a woman. And I can't remember her name. And it was kind of an exciting hire when because she came from another company. I can't remember for whatever reason. I can't remember. But it was it was an exciting hire at the time. But then nothing happened. And then they changed their name from Mombacho to Favilli. Uh, and then nothing happened. And then they went away. Um, but for me, uh, when the, the second I saw that they started selling direct, uh, to customer, that was when I knew that was done for them. Well, uh, and now me, we're starting were, to see yeah. a little of the same sort of thing with Southern draw because it, it seems like they're, sorry. Yeah. It seems like they're doing some more, uh, catalog. direct, yeah. Catalog stuff. Cause like we were both, well, I was, you guys weren't, I was surprised to see that cause I thought for sure Manzanita was their last release, but last year they came out with a stick called morning glory, which is, a uh, uh, Connecticut, uh, U.S. Connecticut, uh, Claro. Uh, looks like it's probably a mild cigar. Um, but I guess that's a that's a CI exclusive. You guys were saying, and they also came out with one called Evening Primrose. Cigar looks very very similar. Uh, it's just a, a San Andreas uh, Mexican Maduro. Um, so I'm guessing that this was probably a uh, a CI or some sort of store exclusive as well. Um, also came out in 2023. I was stunned to see that either it, of these stars I, were released. I'm just looking at it now. I think I might have gotten that confused with the with the Ignite. Um, I think it is a core line. Is the, it really? Because uh, I've never even... I, this is the first time I'd heard of it. Has anybody checked into it on the Dojoverse? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to to, uh, to bag no, on the brand no, no, at all. No, that's not, not. That's not my goal no, here. Yeah, it's, just, <clears throat> it's just interesting that I, I was, you know, just before the show... A couple of weeks ago, we started talking about that TPE 2020 pre-COVID and some pictures from so uh, that show. So Morning Glory has been on there since it was announced, and there's no check-ins. Mm. For which one? Morning Glory? Morning Glory. And what was the other one you said? Uh, Evening Primrose, which is a fun name. Um, okay. But yeah, there was some pictures popped up, and the, the pictures from TPE, the only Evening TPE Primrose I've ever gone to. has 12 check-ins. All right. Okay. So but people those, yeah, those are, are actually, seeing it. Uh, Coraline cigars. Interesting. So that's it's just it just blows me away that I haven't seen anything about those cigars until today. It, it's it's really just. I mean, I hope everything's okay uh, right. with you know with everybody. But um, you know, I mean, everybody's circumstances change, things change, sure. and yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if they're still producing these these older blends or or not. I hope they are because they're still very good cigars. But it was just it's just interesting to see so much go into a brand, um, so much sweat equity, so to speak. And um, and then just to kind of disappear. Right. But and, uh, yeah. that being said, I like I, I was saying, I was going to look into the mm -hmm. check-ins for the month. They are even higher for the month than for all time. So they're they're twentieth 
for the month. I don't know. Yeah, how. There's their fans now. Out that there. could be you know because we're doing this show. Guys started you know uh, mm-hmm. getting them in preparation of this show. Uh, well, for but, the month, it's only seven days in. Yeah, or wait, the month so, just started. You're right. So I would think that yeah, the show probably did have an impact on that. I yeah. checked in with one. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming your numbers right are. <clears throat> I'm assuming. Well, let's, let's see. We we'll watch it change. Real. They're time. ahead of crown heads. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah, but it's just it's just such an interesting case study, uh, in in uh, in cigars and in this industry where it's there's I I'm in a new industry now and I'm I'm in marketing and so I do a lot of trade shows uh, and things of that nature so I'm I'm around it and there's always that question now the PCA show is different. There's retailers coming there, and and manufacturers are doing business. They're selling cigars there. At a lot of other trade shows, it's more like just displaying new products and talking about it, not necessarily taking orders. So the trade show here is a little bit different. But if if you're going to the trade show, and then all of a sudden you don't go, it's like everybody thinks you went out of business if you're not there that one year, especially when there's only one big trade show. There's TPE now, but it's not quite as big. But if you miss TPE and you still go to PCA, no one's really going to notice. But if you miss... PCA for one or two years, especially back to back, that's that's tough to that's tough for you to come back from, unless you have like really really good relationships with the the retailers that you're doing business with. If they don't see you there, it's hard. Like for me as a retailer, it'd be hard for me to invest in a product that I don't see you supporting in any way. Yeah, and I, so, I always felt you know like I, mean? I thought I always felt like one of the really key aspects of Southern Draw was Robert's connection. You know, with with the, the folks that liked his stuff, because like yeah. you said earlier, Rob, he was on, he was on Facebook live almost every night, just chatting, talking and whatnot. And, and I, I, I can't even think of the last time I saw, I saw him. I don't know. Like, um, I hope, I hope things are good, but yeah. Hey, like you we said, we did get to watch a Super Bowl with uh, Robert Holt that's in true. Nicaragua one time. We watched the Philadelphia Eagles beat Patriots, Patriots, in Nicaragua. In Nicaragua, we had to watch it in Spanish on like a tube TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> it was it was a great time. Like hanging out with Robert and one of his like rep guys. It was a good time. We, we were in uh, uh, we were in Managua. Managua, Managua, yeah. We were in Managua. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's so random because <clears throat> yeah. that was what that was was that twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? Sounds right. Yeah, right around there. Yeah, because I was in Nicaragua watching that Super Bowl too. What? Yeah. No. I was in <laughs> I was in together. San Juan I was in San Juan del Sur, so we were out oh, on the beach, wow. Lucky which is super nice. Love it out there, and it was uh, it was with the Mombacho guys, and we had some customers with us, and we were trying to find a place to watch Super Bowl. And if you've ever been, I don't even know what the name of this little town is. It's it's San Juan del Sur is the biggest like city, I guess, uh, or biggest town tourist kind of region. Uh, it's cool, actually. It's a cool little area, uh, but yeah, a lot of restaurants and stuff like that. It's right on the water, so you get a lot of surfers and things. Uh, but we were kind of off to the side of that, uh, you know, just down the beach a ways. And near us, there was like the small little hotel, more like a hostel, and like three or four little restaurants on the beach. And everything closed at sundown. Like it was done and that was it. It wasn't like a party town. And there happened to be this place like just behind everything. And they, uh, they had a pizza oven and they had the TV on and they were going to kick us out. Uh, because we were the only people there and they were trying to close and we just begged them to stay open. We're watching it on this tiny little 15 inch TV that was way up behind the bar in Spanish. 
And they were making pizzas with whatever they could find because they didn't have anything left. Like it was, I don't know, the end of the season or something. I don't really know. But they were like cutting up hot dogs and putting it on pizzas because <laughs> that was all it was all they had in stock. So yeah. we were eating some random pizza and watching this. That's so funny because that's just that's so random because that was a super memorable Super Bowl for me. I didn't care yeah. about the teams. Just you remember that moment because it's just mm-hmm. kind of random, you know. I'm, that was I'm the, never... that was the one where the the Eagles won, right? Yeah. And it was some sort of they did that weird like pass, and then the quarterback caught it in the end of the zone, and it was like a was crazy like play. Nick, we Nick were jumping Foles around, was the quarterback yeah, or something, yeah, Nick wasn't Foles, it? yeah, jumping around. Yeah, it, was, it was supposed to be Wentz was was it Wentz? Was yeah, Carson Wentz got like hurt, the good guy, and he got hurt, yeah. and then so Foles like led him to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it's it's funny because this story really reminds me of something. Hmm. What? Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show, just like every episode since season one, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate, make sure that we can take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars. This show wouldn't be possible without their unwavering support. Drew Estate, the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they bring an energy and style to this community like no brand ever has. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin'. Smoke In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at SmokeIn.com. And just like that, he's gone. He just—he was here. Now he's, he's gone. Uh, Joe and, Machado says like rhetorical a question. Yeah. How many PCA shows would Saka have to skip to come to the same place mm. Southern Draw is at now? Now I, that's a good question, and I, I, I want to answer and first. So, some Rob. guys have said it can't happen, but if, of course it could happen. If it, in his case, because he's been so constant every single year. If he didn't go to a show, we would, would all freak out. Crazy. Whereas but- Robert had a sort of a reputation of year on, year off, year on, year off. It didn't you know, freak us out at all. Now it's starting to freak us out because it's but, been so long. But also Saka's got like this like guru status where like if he skipped, you'd be like, oh, he must know something we don't know. You know, like it would, <laughs> yeah. you'd instantly give him like <laughs> it, it would um, it would almost be like the best marketing he could do is to not go because <laughs> yeah, right. that would be because. <laughs> I would uh, maybe wait for a year when there's a bunch of big releases or something. He's got some inside info and then just don't go. 
because <laughs> nobody will talk about anything except for the fact that he's not there. You're right. Like, how many would it take? Like, if let, let's say he just he kept doing the the business and that he's doing, he kept the connections with the retailers and he kept coming out with cool cigars. I mean, maybe never. Like, 15, well, yeah, fifteen years. I mean, other than the people in the media, nobody would really probably no, say anything ca- or care. It would have much effect. I mean, you guys walk by his booth, though. The booth is always popping. There's always course, people kind of standing of in line to talk to him. So a lot of people would care if he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an interesting question because it's <clears throat> how many would he have to miss to get to where Southern Draw is now? But as uh, as Scott was saying, Southern Draw seems like they're still doing pretty good, at least on the dojo. I mean, mm-hmm. they're top 30. <laughs> I, and Sokka's probably, what, top five i would imagine if yeah top two maybe i i, don't, I haven't looked he's at top what, three the top for the is. month uh top five all time yeah so i mean so from that standpoint for him to drop to like 30th i think it would it would probably take an awful lot like <laughs> yeah. he would have to make some yeah. kind of they're not to he'd have to get canceled one way or another like making some yeah. Some somebody makes some video that's not really him talking, but he's like telling everybody to f off. But it's not really him. Uh, right, actually, that'd be good marketing too, because everybody would know it wasn't true or even care. They probably still buy his stuff. That's um, like kind of assuming that like he's, the PCA stat. Uh, you know, we get a good sense of where a company's going with the PCA status, but like it's not the only uh, factor it's not. in the equation. So like if he misses a, all the PCAs, but he keeps his business up, it doesn't really matter too much you know but like it could be an indication like if you miss start missing the pcas for some unknown reason then that leads to you not coming out with new cigars and then that leads to the brand dropping down that kind that's of that's the difference if you do both and that's what's happened right. with southern draw right until last year they came exactly. out with these two cigars but then neglected to tell anybody about it um if 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 Saka doesn't go to pca but he's still coming out with cigars it's not gonna impact him he's kind of it's almost it's an unfair comparison because he's almost bulletproof at this yeah. point. Um, and there's there's a handful of people that are I think are like that. Like even even Nick Melillo didn't come to PCA yeah. a couple of times, and he's I mean Foundation's doing just fine, right? But at again, least from the outside. Again, like uh, he he's sort of in the mode that that Robert from Southern Draw was in, you know, five years ago when we were sort of okay with that because we knew, okay, like this is probably his off year and blah, 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 he's going to come back, Olmec, you know, and that kind of thing. Uh, this year, Matapa, yeah. so on and so forth. But, um, you know, you get to uh, you get to the status of three, four, four, almost five years, it starts to seem yeah. kind of it's different. different. <laughs> it's know? different. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if, do they have a list upon PCA of who's, uh, of who's displaying yeah. this year? Be, I have be, not looked to see if they're on. There. I was I just was, looking I'm, at Coop's list and it doesn't have a yes or no by Southern Draw yet. He's got mm. a lot of things filled in, but nothing for Southern Draw. So we don't know. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll find yeah. out in a month. Look at, look at Matt's on top of it. Yeah. Jeez, Matt. Just, still, bills, we need to get, he's got get his Bill's hoodie on that he's worn every single day for three years. <laughs> it's, it's, a great, it's a great hoodie. Look at this thing. It's well, not, luckily, uh, it, Matt, luckily, Natalie washes that for you. And, and she, told me, <laughs> she told me that she washed that, she put it in the dryer, and she went to throw it on the pile of clothes, but wide right. It just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that happened four times in a row. <laughs> no, it's, 
five. Make it five. So never, never, never gets too old. Never gets too old. Um, so we've before yeah. we get into our pairings, before yes. we start looking at audience pairings and stuff, I know there's some dojo news that we need to. We kind of buried the lead here. Yeah. We haven't talked about so this stuff. This is everybody. This uh, can you believe that it is leap year again? I mean, what in the world? It just seems like yesterday just that we were doing ago. Urodashi with Alec and Bradley on it's the cigar that you could only buy on leap day every four years. And guess what? Boom. This is that year. So Urodashi, a new blend, uh, will be on sale um, at smokein.com exclusively on February 29th. Uh, it's I it's like a band. amped up. That color's cool. Man, that color scheme is dope. It's an amped up blend. It's going to be fun. And I think here's the thing, Rob. Here's the different strategies that you could take, right? There's a bunch of different strategies you could take. You could uh, buy these each year or each, you know, leap year, every four years and, you know, smoke them all. And then you buy the next one and you smoke them all four years later. Or you could set some aside and then compare them over the years. Four years from now, we'll do another one. And so my strategy, what I like to see, because what I want to try is I set some aside four years ago. And then this time I'll I, I'll buy uh, you know a few bundles and I'll set a couple of those bundles aside, but then smoke some then. And just every four years you get to try to you know kind of compare them and see which ones that you liked the best. This has got to be the most unique aging experiment in any ongoing limited <laughs> series I've seen. Yeah. Right. Come on. Every it's, four years it, it, on leap it day. It sort of forces you. It forces you to do it. You're like ah, oh, that's yeah. kind of part of the project. Like. I'm going to, you know, like, even if you only bought one bundle, you set aside five, like, yeah. and, uh, the, we, the kind of the, the joke that we were tossing around is that we're going to increase the intensity of the blend every four years. I don't know if that'll keep going or not, but, uh, that's kind of what we did this time. Uh, we did swap out the wrapper. So there's actually, you know, there is a, a blend change. The wrapper is Creole, Creole 99 this time or 98, excuse me. Um, other than that, same same binder filler, uh, Honduras and Nicaraguan binder filler using kind of weird uh, Honduran lots that Alec Bradley doesn't use throughout any of their other cigars. Um, so it's a super fun blend. I uh, always had this kind of like a mineral-rich uh, red meat kind of a profile to the original. Uh, so now we've got the, the next uh, intensified version. I envision a time, Rob, where... You know, 20 years from now, you'll have three, four, five of these things. Got a five pack. And you'll be able to say, like, you'll be really be able to tell what aging does. Because, you know, you always think, like, oh, I want to age this, right? You know, I want to age this cigar, and you put it aside. But you don't really have a reason to remember what it tasted like back then. This kind of gives right. you kind of sort of this uh, reason. It's every four years. kind of gives you a purpose in aging. And and that kind of adds to the uh, allure of this uh, project. These this is a very affordable release, by the way, Rob. Eighty nine, eighty nine bucks for the ten pack. This is old school. Oh, nowadays, yeah. nowadays that's that's a cheap cigar, right? I mean, yeah. affordable. <laughs> yeah. So affordable. it's got like only one hundred and fifty for us in Colorado. Yeah, well, you know, no smoking well, doesn't it's, pull it's, that it's crap. Three hundred here in California. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. But hey, if you get them from smoking, yeah. Yeah, that's where yeah, you, yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to get them. Yeah, you have to get them from smoking. 
So we're oh. good. We get them all at the same price. That's only awesome. Only okay. 300 bundles oh, of 10. That's it. So they're going to go fast. Leap, so dick, leap, I would dick. recommend, I, in my personal opinion, get two. Yes. One to set aside for uh, future endeavors. Yep. And then uh, one to smoke and have fun with. So what I always do is, uh, I know Randy goes kind of nuts when these things come out. And he buys like 10. And then I know that I, I can at least buy like one from him. And then I can, you know, maybe I, maybe I send him some beers or something. So I get it. I let Randy pay for it. And I just kind of yeah. work my, I weasel my way in there. Yeah, Trade, like Trademark. It. Can't say weasel. Um, I work my way in there. Uh, that might be what I have to do this year. Um, but, or you can so that's what, that's still like three weeks away, four weeks away. Three weeks? Yeah, so it's uh, February What's Thursday, February weeks. 29th. It's essentially uh, three weeks. So um, you got some time to to prepare for this. Sweet. And Sweet. Um, last time they they went super fast, Jordan. Oh uh, yeah. Or I think yeah, like an hour, right? hour or two. Yeah, I really like that band. Man, Jordan, did you that design band. that? Did you design so, all this? No, this is this is the same design as the OG, which is I don't know who they've got doing it, but uh, it's an Alec Bradley guy. Mm. Um, so we just swapped out the color scheme. The original was like a burnt orange. Now we're going with that yeah. uh, purple kind of scheme, right up, almost right up Robbie's alley. If it was pink, dang. Ooh, maybe, yeah. maybe in four years from now, who knows? Yeah, pink. You got to go pink. Yeah. <laughs> orange is orange is really well, where it's at. Like, there's kind of some like peach on there, like the the um. Oh, I lost it. Uh, yeah, but the uh, the cigar dojo part is uh, kind of a peach color. I like that. All right, we've got uh, we've yeah. also got uh, something else going on too. Like we got something around the big yeah game. the so the big game. Oh, so so all of you guys that were involved in the um, the the bracket challenge, the NFL or the Pro Football Bracket Challenge. Um, obviously, you can't enter that anymore because those brackets were set before the kickoff. Guys, uh, I'm in third place. Jordan Jordan say, has a chance. I'm in third place. Jordan has a chance. He could I'm in theoretically third last place. Probably, I, I can't win because the guy who's in first place picked the same team as me. I don't think I can win, but I could come in second. Yeah, what team did you pick, Jordan? 49ers. There it is. Yeah. But Rob, you are right. It is time for our annual big game, a big game uh, mm-hmm. pick em contest. If you go to cigardojo.com, you'll see it right there. It's really fun. You just get in there and there's a bunch of questions, you know, like who's going to be who's going to win the coin toss? Who's going to be leading after the first quarter? Who's going to be leading after the second quarter? Wh- who will kick the longest field goal? All those sort sort of questions. And and then at the end of of the Super Bowl, we tally up all of the points and all of the answers and the top 2 uh point getters will win. The winner will get a full box of uh, Drew Estate, uh, Sun Grown Dogma, nice. and a cool uh, Dojo Paleo Cutter, which is really cool. And then the second place, the runner-up, uh, will get a six-pack of the Hoya Ninjaragua as well as the uh, Paleo Cutter, which I have here in my hot little hands right there. My favorite cutter. I lo- These are the best cutters for traveling because they're light, and you can put them right in your little travel humidor. And they're sharp, and they really stay sharp. This is a great cutter. Anyways, uh, that's going on. So make sure you get in uh, on that contest because obviously, Rob, you have to enter uh, before kickoff. Uh, that's when we close the entries, 
And right. I'm rooting for you, my friend. I'm rooting for those 49ers because oh Chiefs. I do not want <clears throat> to see the Chiefs win. So there you go. We, there you have it. We got to like the Chiefs are kind of like our white whale, man. We've we've got to. Yeah. Can you imagine gotta, if you got the dojo belt and the Super Bowl in one year? <laughs> I, it would be it would be grand. It would be a grand another, year. You get another belt and you put it on this side. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do. The belt I got to even weighing it down. What what we need and no one else would do this except for me. So I would definitely win. Is if we had a, a dojo fantasy baseball league because mm. I would be all over that. But nobody that's that's just me. Like maybe me and like two or three other guys would be interested <laughs> yeah. in that. So it would uh, it wouldn't quite be the same as as it doesn't, doing I did a hockey one once it it doesn't work it's football was well, made for this like that is it's tailor base, made baseball you can do like weekly head to head so it's kind of the same idea uh, you win that week right uh, but there's not but just like a set day when it all goes down and right. that's kind of like the fun of football like the new like the turnover of the week like we yeah. all are, okay we're on the next game. Yeah. Yeah, you you really have to in baseball. You really have to pay attention for the full season, and it it can be it can be a drag. I've been doing it for years, and I love baseball, so I would do it. But I don't imagine that we could uh, we could fill a league. Um, let's go back and uh, yeah. let's talk about our pairings here a little bit. Uh, remind the audience everything that we're smoking here. My lights are flickering. I don't know if that's a poltergeist or <laughs> what. Uh, yeah, great, great right. movie. Um, all right, so I'm smoking yeah. the Southern Draw. See, can you see it flashing? Like on yeah, my hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, right? Uh, I think we upset the the. It's okay, we're 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 here to help. Just tell us what you need. <laughs> uh, smoking the manzanita, uh, and I was uh drinking a Kentucky Mule with uh, Knob Creek Twelve Year, uh, which is a uh, very tasty, uh, very mm. tasty bourbon. Yeah. Uh, with a little bit of lime, a couple of dashes of Angostura bitters, and topped off with uh, Reed's. Ginger beer reeds is the one that I like to go with when I make my um, uh, my Moscow mules. It's uh, all when about I that do, fever tree, anything. baby. Fever tree. Fever, fever tree. I like. It depends on it depends on the mood because it's so spicy. Oof. It really it really takes stings over the drink. The nostrils. It does. It stings the nostrils <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I didn't want to go so so spicy on this one. Um, and the pairing worked for me. It's it's not. Like, I'm, I'm not flipping out about it. I'm not jumping up and down. The cigar is um, is medium bodied across the way. There's some rich notes, some roasty notes in there. Um, almost like a kind of almost like a hickory kind of vibe. And there's a little bit of a salty uh, characteristic to it. It's it's an interesting cigar. Um, uh, le- some leather notes to it. So, so it's a little bit earthy, a little bit rich. And some of that um, some of that salty characteristic. Uh, the lime really brightened everything up, but the spice from the ginger beer played nicely. There was some uh, kind of white pepper spice on the retrohale uh, that played pretty nicely with the ginger. Uh, and the bourbon sweetness uh, was melding pretty well with some of those more earthy characteristics from the cigar. So it was very enjoyable. I do give it a thumbs up. Uh, not um, not jumping out of my chair like to, to come back and do it again. This is just an interesting cigar. I feel like... Uh, I saw somebody was just pairing this particular cigar with some uh, some Weller. I don't remember which Weller it was, uh, but I was just going to go straight bourbon this week. But then I felt like I'd be uh, doing whatever I sounds like something Rand- that Randy would do. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like I give Randy a hard time for that, so I felt like it would be wrong if I did it. Um, but I think just going with a, a straight like mm. 100 proof bourbon. Even just simple, like Old Forester 100, would be a really good pairing with this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, some of the spiciness from the drink was that worked pretty well. Oh, I just got for anybody watching on Facebook, I just activated the poll. 
I'm sorry, guys. Like, I don't know why it took me mm. so long. It's activated. Oh, it's... Vote, I vote. activated activated mine a long <laughs> time ago. Well, <laughs> see, so that, that does kind of bode well for me because I feel like traditionally YouTube is more on my side. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will say that you have the better drink tonight and you have the better cigar, so I'm probably screwed. You know, I got to say, uh, uh, Rob... Um, and I'm not trying to dish your pairing at all because I was trying to smoke the manzanita tonight. So don't. I'm, this is not panning. I mean, I follow the rules again, and I get uh, yeah. penalized. For oh it. yeah, but, you know, you, know, what you did. Is. Well, there wasn't really no rule uh, for me. <laughs> I, I know, right? I know. I'm just teasing. Uh, but I'm not. I, I'm even then. I'm not pandering. So vote, vote your conscience. But I, I just, I just want to comment on the manzanita. The manzanita was one I remember, Rob. That when I read the description of the cigar. And everything, I said, "Oh my God! Like this is gonna be a banger! Like I cannot wait for the cigar." But it, it just sort of fell a little flat for me. Like I didn't, I didn't yeah. feel like it was as strong. Now, conversely, and again, this has nothing well, to do with especially taking into the. I think the price is kind of higher than the fourteen. Yeah, kinda? it's a little high. Um, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Th this is again not pandering. Th whereas the Rose of Sharon, I think this is where Robert really, really, oh, yeah. really nailed it. This cigar mm -hmm. is so great. Like there's just so much. I'm smoking uh, this Lancero, which I'm not a big Lancero guy, Rob. I don't know if you are either. I'm not sure. Are you? I do. Yeah. I like a Lancero, but yeah. it, it depends on the blend. It can. Yeah. Some blends can really shine, and some are just like, yeah, probably shouldn't yeah. have made that. Right, but I mean, just in general, like you don't gravitate towards a Lancero necessarily. Right? No, I'm, I mean, I'm more of a Lonsdale guy. Yeah. Yes. Th this is great. Like this is one of the better Lanceros. Like this cigar is phenomenal. There's just tons of flavor with every draw that I take, every southern draw that I take. Hey, uh, Robert, uh, kudos to you on this cigar. It's absolutely phenomenal. I'm loving it, and it goes amazing with Jordan's drink. This is Jordan. This is one of the better combinations that I have had on Flavor Odyssey. Like I love this combination. Man. I'm curious to. See, right now, Jordan, uh, the cigar has kind of got into this baking spice combined with a little musty uh, yes. grandma's coat closet kind of oh, yeah. sort of flavor. What do you – What? how do you yeah, I'm look at this, this pairing? I, I like all the stuff that you're saying. I'm not normally a Lancero guy really either, but this one really works. Uh, you know, like this one kind of has a special place because it's like one of those OG um, – Fuller bodied, you know, not your grandpa's Connecticut style cigars. Uh, you know, everyone's doing that nowadays. But this is one of the first ones. Like, oh wow, I can, I can see how how that works. Um, uh, it's the cigars medium bodied, uh, but it's got a nice white, white pepper kind of kick through the retrohale. Uh, kind of cedary toasted bread kind of notes on the palate. Um, the drink is about the same kind of uh, body, medium, medium plus. Uh, I, th I feel like I love to add complexity with the cocktails with either, you know, either crazy bitters or crazy simple syrups. And this mm. time we've gone crazy simple syrups. So we've got three different simple syrups adding into the mix, all these kind of uh, complexities to the drink. Um, I feel like the, like the ginger latches onto that like white pepper uh, through the retrohale. And then that habanero kind of lingers with like a spice on the palate, which adds this nice lingering complexity. Uh, this is a fantastic pairing. One yeah. of the this stands out like one of the better yeah. ones we've done. That's what um, I think. Just like double thumbs up on this. Uh, I'm also thumbs up. But let's go to uh, Scotty and Matt. Well, uh, you guys are smoking a different cigar, the Cedrus. H how are you uh, enjoying or not enjoying this particular pairing? <laughs> We're slightly different. For me, uh, this cigar has got a lot of woodsy cedar notes. Um, a little bit of cayenne. what do you got again? 
Just... Uh, we're smoking the Cedrus okay. Mancero. And uh, a little woodsy, cayenne, uh, lots of pepper. And it's not the most perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. The drink has that habanero spice to it that might be being the cayenne in the cigar. To me, uh, at one point, I accidentally ate one of the mint leaves. Mm. And then this, the pairing got really good. Like I really enjoyed that, okay. that moment of the pairing. So Lesson for me, learned. It's, it's a thumbs down, almost a thumbs medium. So I'm going thumbs down. Uh, Scotty, what do you think? I am a little bit more uh, hard on this one. Oh, wow. Um, so the Cedrus is not Okay, the- so I was started out, I was smoking the Cedrus before Matt had the drink ready for us. And it was great. I was loving it. The woody notes, the the big pepper spice behind it. There was almost a little bit of a sweetness to it there for a little bit. It was great. Uh, got the drink pairing. The drink is amazing. I love the drink. Now, together, mm. uh, to me, they don't work. They're just too contrasting. Mm. It's turning that woody note into almost a pencil shavings note for me on the cigar. Oof. The pepper is stomping on it. When you mix it with a little bit of that sweet and tartness of the mint julep, it's just, for me, it's not playing well. I am a solid thumbs down on this. Wow. Pairing. Interesting. Mm. Cedrus, not the way to go. All right. So one. we, I think we're learning, Rob. We are learning in it, this episode. It's crazy because like this with the Rosa Sherry, it's one of the better pairings I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, let's well, go they're to They're really audience different pairings. cigars. Yeah. They're really different cigars. Yeah. Uh, totally different cigars. Um, we've got a lot. So we've got... Like there's there's a lot of audience, but there's twelve that I highlighted. Okay, um, let's go through. How many do you guys want? Yeah, let's go through them. All right, Do we it. got. Um, so starting out with Joe Machado, he's got uh, Rosa Sharon with a Santo Libre recipe from Dominican a neighbor, inspired by the boys' cocktail a couple weeks ago. I used my last couple ounces of Cuban Añejo Havana Club. Up. Oh, didn't say what he paired it That's with. It. Sorry. Okay. I didn't read through it. My bad. Uh, I just highlight these on the go, guys, okay? It's, it's all right. Daryl Whitaker, he's got Southern Draw mm. Roses Sharon Desert Rose paired with a Southern with a Texas Ranch Water. Oh, interesting. Two mm. shots of tequila. Uh, he's got some lime, Topo Chico, no sugar added, a subtle hint of tart lime, and Topo draws out the leather and nutty notes of the cigar. This is a great cocktail for the lighter mm. cigars. The cigar is able to hold its own. Double thumbs up. Who is that again? That's Daryl Whitaker. Okay. He's smoking the Roses Sharon? Yeah. Rosa Sharon, mm-hmm. Texas Ranch, Ranch Water. water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Stewart. Nathan. Do we just lose our. Oh, there we go. Uh, Nathan Stewart. <laughs> he's got the uh, Southern Draw Cedrus Lancero with the Jack Daniels bonded barrel and uh, bottled and bond. Hunter proof individually. The cigar and the whiskey are mm, very good, but the better. combo is dramatically better. There's a uh, complimentary earthy sweetness between those. Uh, two that surprised us. We're both giving it a thumbs up. Him, his dad. Okay. Um, Peyton Elvick. He's got the Jacob's Ladder with a St. Arnold Craft Root Beer. The root beer is giving the cigar more of a dried fruit sweetness instead of a chocolate sweetness like normal. Coffee notes are enhanced. I like that. Interesting. It's a big cigar. That one, not, that, that <laughs> one you know, resonated. Yeah. Um, Bill Powers has got the uh, Southern Draw Evening Stock. Evening Stock? Um, with a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sandman Founders Reserve Ruby Port wanted to encompass the intent of the relaxing evening smoke with a um, 
sipping beverage, almond, dark cocoa, black cherry, and a myriad of spices, causing the complimentary uh, meter to peg. Wow, he's using some complex nice. terms here. Uh, the dry <laughs> sweetness of the port, along with the double San Andreas wrapper and binder, all and all its sweet flavors, definitely scoring a winner of a double thumbs up. Nice, okay. Bill. Good job. Wow. The evening stock pairing. What's the evening stock? What is evening that? Evening stock. I think. Did he mean like evening rose? Is there like a cigar that's like evening? I don't know. Do they, they have, have like an evening cigar? There's evening primrose. Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, with the San Andreas. Okay. That's rapper. Did you mention that? Okay, that makes sense. Okay, we got T Mac. He's got. Dark and Stormy with a Gosling's Family Reserve Old nice. Rum and Gosling's Ginger Beer with Manzanita. He doesn't say I was, if he likes it. But right. Yeah, he's, it's all right. I almost went with that pairing myself. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Brace yourselves, boys. <laughs> Craig Lee's got the Southern Draw Kudzu Lancero with a Sentimental Gentleman Cocktail. Oh, interesting. Which is a monkey shoulder. Uh, Benedictine walnut liqueur. Got some fruit Drink. and baking spices in the first third. The fruit has fallen off in the second third. And coffee and chocolate nuttiness has taken over. But the spices have remained. The cocktail has provided herbal sweetness with a subtle chocolate lingering in the palate. Together he's getting a weak uh, chocolate coffee and creamy nuttiness in the palate. Uh, he says, ha ha, creamy nuts. Joke. Uh, <laughs> overall, the... <laughs> Overall, the pleasant bearing with a decent mouth feel. Hey, who is that? That's Craig Lee. I like that. Uh, Bill Powers just chimed in that it's the, the Great Smoke 2023 cigar. Okay. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Ah, I see. Jimmy Burster's got the Manzanita with a Willard 12. The peppery, is, earthy, yeah. nutty, slight citrus notes of the cigar is pairing well with the oak, caramel, vanilla notes of the Willard. Kind of meshes into the peppery caramel with a hint of vanilla and zest. Wow. That oh. sounds good. That sounds good. We got some really good yeah, ones. We got ones. Uh, four more. All right, let's uh, do them. Let's so do we them. got Barry. Barry. He's got the uh, Southern Draw Manzanito Gordo with the Yellowstone Single Malt Whiskey at 108 mm. proof. The spiciness of the cigar pairs well with the spice pair and dates of the whiskey. Medium plus cigar doesn't run over the high proof beverage, nor does the whiskey. Double mm. thumbs up. Good job, Barry. Steve nice. Toth has got the uh, Henry's Root Beer. No yeah. tea, guys. No tea. Mm. Um, nice. Paired with a Southern Draw uh, Picadillos yeah. uh, Barber Pole. The cigar is nice, medium body burn with an earthy oak and some mm. chocolate notes. The retro is smooth and light pepper. Cigar pairs up nicely with the sweetness from the root beer. Gives it a thumbs up. Go ahead. Nice. That's two root beer pairings tonight. Mm. Boom. I like that. Okay. Got two more boys. Okay. Uh, Kevin O'Connor's got the Southern Draft Firethorn Old School Loaded Pistol Cocktail, which is mezcal sweet from mm. Booth, uh, Strega, grapefruit bitter, and grasshopper salt. Oh my goodness, Kevin wow. O'Connor is always doing crazy stuff. I love it. Uh, the woody the red pepper salt? and creamy notes of the cigar matching up well with the smoky and spicy flavors of the drink. Okay. A decent pairing, but the drink is kind of toning down some of the sweeter mm. notes of the cigar. Man, there's a lot. Interesting. There's a lot of pairings on the on Southern Dread tonight, guys. This is great. Uh, and Mike Hakins finally, Manzanita with a barrel craft seagrass rye. The baked mm. flavors of the cigar enhanced with a hard candy sweetness by the spicy. Ooh, yeah. Uh, pair well with the spicy spice spice spice. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, it's uh, amazing. One thing that I love about the audience: a, they came with their like. The, 
they came in droves this week. That's yeah. that might be the most we've ever had. I think so. Uh, which again goes to say that there's yeah. a lot of people smoking yeah. Southern Draw. Smoking there's Southern Draw. Yeah, they're they're Great. not they're they're not really around, but they're still doing it right, I guess. Right. Um, but it's interesting. A lot of people smoking the Southern Draw and pairing it with just straight whiskey or or uh, or rye, and uh, that was really the route I probably should have gone. Um, my vote is going to be, uh, I want to go with, uh, whoever had the Weller 12, the Manzanita and the Weller 12. Weller 12. That was about halfway. Was, through. I think that was Nathan, wasn't it? Um, maybe. No, that, he had the to Jack it. Daniels. Um, it was before that. I think. Was it before that? Maybe. <laughs> maybe after. You got to remember the names, Rob. That's, I know. That's it's, there was too many of them part of your job no it's it's I'm, i never do it I just, it's it's not a, it's not a big part of what i'm doing ah, over here. jimmy burster jimmy jimmy burster with the weller 12 yeah that sounds like a delicious pairing it was very i don't have the 12 i was going to go uh foolproof jordan i want to go um i'm going to go against rob i'm going to go with the the second one um daryl whitaker yeah. i'm going to yeah, go that daryl whitaker uh, the, had, water. the ranch yeah, water. Yeah, like I think that's a that's a pretty good idea there doing the ranch water uh, with the the uh, Rosa Sharon, right? That's what he was yeah. doing. I yeah, think. Yep. that's a good idea. So I'm gonna go that. Uh, how can we break this tie? A lot of good ideas going on here. Um, I can, I guess I could break it. Um, if not, we're ready for a breaker. Oh well, well hold on. Let's say, Jordan. You just pick <laughs> well, whatever. Then Jordan, well, let, go. Are you sure? You, yeah, you no, guys no, go, if you guys go. Got one, no, if you guys got one, go All right, it. dude, we are full in, both of us, with Daryl Whitaker. We both had said to each other in between that we're like, wow, that's the pairing that if we could have actually, like, just picked a cigar and that, I'm like, that seems like the pairing for tonight. That, that Boom! Uh, combo is great. Daryl, you get bragging rights for winner. an entire week or more. Uh, you are the winner based on the tiebreaker from our crazy studio audience. Good job, Dang. studio audience. Well, Thank you, guys. Yeah, one crushing of the it this highest week. amounts of pairings that we've ever had, and they were all they all sounded good. I don't think there was a bad one in there. Jordan, did you have one in mind that you that you wanted? Well, uh, you know, I, it's tough when I'm just like reading them off. Uh, but if I the, because of the ones you guys brought up, uh, if I had to. I, I I would go Jimmy Burster as well. As oh, well. now we're back to a tie. <laughs> yeah, we're back to square one. But, well, well no, because no, the audience no, voted twice. They, I they think, voted I twice. Think, you know what? I think though. No, I don't think I don't think mine counts because I, I. But they both kind of get bragged. They both kind of get. It's for bragging rights. They both. I mean, there were twelve. There were twelve yeah. people. They got all the votes. So right. Honestly, going but, through all of those pairings, I mean, there was probably three or four that both yeah, Matt oh, yeah. and I looked yeah. at and were like, "Ooh." Yeah. That's a good yeah, some good ones. Some yeah, I definitely do that. That was there great. were a couple of interesting know, there was, cocktails yeah, in there, there too. Some great cocktails, super interesting. I mean, I love the fact that these guys, some of these guys, are like going all out on their yeah. cocktails. It's not just you know a neat pour of whiskey that they're really you know getting into it and you know making a drink yeah. for the yeah. show. Right? Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you, audience. You guys yeah, well were amazing tonight. Our studio audience, or I mean, our our uh, YouTube and Facebook oh, I audience. Show, like, fantastic. I got to show this and week's uh, graphic. It's so cool. Like, look at, oh, this look at that. <laughs> like, this, was, this was hard to do, just by the way. But, I like, think that's me about ready to shoot, <laughs> Rob. That's, I think the the guy in the distance is, is aiming he, off to the right. Aiming, that's, that's you. You're slightly off. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm aiming at somebody over Buffalo. the shoulder there. <laughs> yeah, wide right. <laughs> See, it comes full circle. It comes full circle. That's amazing. Wide right. Oh, That's man. That's Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that is, Buff- that is Buffalo Bill. That is fantastic. <laughs> That's All right, Jordan, I know what the audience votes are going to look like, but oh, let's take let a look at them check. anyway. Hold on. Let me double check. That that I gotta say though, like I was saying before, there is no better, there's no better viewing audience than Flavor Odysseys. What an, that was twelve it's, amazing, you know, descriptors and pairings and the stuff that they say, Rob. Like they're yeah. they're helping us now at this I point. Know. Like we were helping them way way back. Now they're helping us. It's it, it blows me away when when I see a cocktail. I'm like, I've never heard of that drink. Yeah, and there were right? two tonight. There were two tonight that I had never that I had never heard. One of was like a uh, not Southern gentleman, but uh, some something about a, some kind of gentleman. And then um, some somebody had gentleman. Uh, cricket was cricket a, salt or some nonsense yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, they're yeah. sentimental gentlemen, and that's yeah, so that, cool. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, uh, Kevin O'Connor had the uh, loaded pistol. Yeah. Yeah, never heard which of is that. perfect. Was interesting, yeah. Right. Well, had I even thought about it, the loaded pistol with the southern draw. I mean, come on, why do you? That's uh, that, that was vote, voting, like voting opportunity, out. voter voting opportunity missed. That's uh, that's <laughs> damn. That's a damn shame. Uh, but we My do bad. Have some votes in from the audience, boys. Mm, who took it, me and or Rob? I don't know. Yes. Oh my gosh! It's oh, another close wow! It's a lot one. closer, a lot oh. closer than I thought it was going to be. You guys have uh, tied almost every time you play together, and so, but since it takes it fifty-three to forty-seven percent. Dang! That last time, Rob, uh, we were fifty-fifty. That was yeah, uh, and this is almost fifty-fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a. I I thought this was going to be, uh, you know, eighty-five fifteen or something. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think done, we, we did both did well. pretty well with our pairing. Yeah. But you were you talked about your pairing like it was like it was so good. Like I was sold. I would have voted for you. So um, yeah. So no, I, I appreciate the I appreciate the audience votes. Jordan, you have to send me the recipe of this drink because I'm gonna have to make it. Yeah, um, I'm building I'm, on I'm, this thing. Just keep layering yeah. up. Like this this the mint julep and the whiskey sour are like those are my two my two boys. And I just keep like building up on. <laughs> no, Jordan, yeah, did, no, you, did you do you a video on this one, or did you cool a cool video on this one, or no? I did a video on the whiskey sour. One. Oh, okay. But they're right. pretty similar it, drinks, yeah. really. Like I don't, I don't. Robbie, you were saying this last time, and I was surprised. Like the mint julep is not lemon based; it's, it's lime based usually, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the way I I got the recipe from um, the 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 recipe that I'm building upon from the uh, oh, what's the the craft uh, thirsty cog- whale guy no 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 the, the one that we have here in denver uh, oh death and co death and co i got that from the death and co book um they use lemon instead of lime and it's always been really? great uh with the the mint simple syrup but i just keep you just keep building up upon that um so sim- similar drinks between the two uh whiskey sour and the mint julep if you do it this way uh but you're just adding the egg white and whipping up the drink in the whiskey sour basically but you've got the habanero, simple syrups, yeah. and all kinds of nonsense getting, going I'm on in there. Weird. So I need, I, I, need to, I, I need to check that out. And actually, uh, I'm going to check out the uh, Death & Co. in uh, in Denver at the end of the month. Oh, I'm oh that's be, right. You might stop yeah. by, right? Yeah, I'll be I'll be in town at the end of the month. I don't I don't know if I'll be able to get out and see you guys. Hopefully, I can. Um, only in well, for a few days, Jeez. but. Uh, 
Uh, well, maybe you can maybe you can come out and and come to Death and Co with me. Mm, maybe that's yeah. maybe that's how that works. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm excited because then I'll be. I think they've got four locations, and I'll have two of them crossed off my yeah. off my list in in like three months. So I'm, I'll have them all by the end of the year. It's gonna, it's, <laughs> it's, it's decided at this point. Um, no, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this was a good show. Um, we went, we're going a little bit long, so. Um, Eric, what's going on? Smoke Night Live this Friday. So, uh, no show Friday, but there is a show tomorrow, guys. The Smoke Night Live is a special time and a special day. Thursday, which is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time, we will have Michael Knowles on the show, one of the world's most popular podcasters in the entire world, Michael Knowles on Daily Wire. He always ranks in either the top 10 or top 20 for his uh, type of show. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a cigar guy. In fact, he started his own brand, Robbie. It's called Mayflower Cigars. And it's crazy because there's this whole thing going on in the cigar industry with Michael Knowles and Mayflower Cigars that the entire cigar industry is sort of unaware of. He's, he, he's doing it basically through his own audience, which is massive. And they are selling a freaking gazillion cigars. They make their cigars at Oliva. Uh, so we will talk to Michael about how that all came to be. How did it start? Where is it going? All that kind of stuff. So remember, that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You guys should all join us because he is a very, very interesting character and obviously one of the most popular um, podcasters in the entire world. He ranks right up there with um, with some of the big guys, Joe Rogan he's and those guys. up there with the Rogan. Yeah, he's huge. Oof. And so it'll be a fun, fun show tomorrow. Um, so please, all of you guys that are watching the show, uh, join us tomorrow. Uh, we've been planning this show for literally two years. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> nice. finally happening. And um, so we're super excited about that, Rob. And we can't wait to uh, share it with you tomorrow. Beautiful. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so Thursday, you said 6 p.m. Eastern. Correct. So Dang. 3 p.m. Pacific, yeah. like that's that's going to be that's an earlier show. But that's I mean, that's I don't know. That's I think that's just a cool opportunity to have somebody like yeah. that on. And I, I don't know anything about Mayflower Cigars. So I'm going to have to tune in and check that out. That's uh, that's definitely really interesting. Um, I think we are taking here at uh, Flavor Odyssey. I don't know why, Rob. Rob, why we're, are we're we take, taking it we're, off? Why? We're, why? we're taking. We're actually we're doing taking, it? No. We're taking next. Yeah, I'm making the executive decision. I'm the only executive in the room. I'm making the decision. Oh, come on. Uh, we are taking next Wednesday off. It is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day yeah. um, we don't really do Valentine's Day in, in the household here. Uh, oh, we so don't do let's gifts. not take it off. Well, <laughs> it, like we don't, we don't do. It, let, let me let me rephrase. We don't really do like gifts or anything, but we usually do a nice dinner, um, and we'll have like some champagne and something like that. It's just an excuse to eat some good food and drink right. some good wine, usually. Uh, so uh, for I'm going to be a little bit selfish and uh, and say that we are going to skip uh, next Thursday or next Wednesday. Uh, you got me thinking Thursday now, uh, but we will be back on the 21st. Oh, real quick, and, Rob, before we get yeah. back to that. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Jordan on Friday leaves to the Dominican Republic. Uh, he will be down in the DR for five. Well, you'll be nice. in Miami for a couple days and then the DR for a few days. Oh, yeah. And then as soon as Jordan gets back, Rob, I head out to the DR myself for Pro Cigar. I've never gone nice. to Pro Cigar. This will be my first uh, uh, go round at Pro Cigar. And get this. Here's here's some cool news for you, Robbie. Um, the Fuente portion of pro cigar has been sold out for months 
Um, but today, uh, I was able to weasel my way into uh, the Fuente tour. So I'll be on the Fuente tour. I'll be on the LFD tour. And so uh, for me and Jordan, it's uh, back and forth from the DR for the next couple of weeks. But guess what? We're still going to be having shows. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. In fact, one of the weeks or one of the shows when I'm gone, hopefully, Rob, you and uh, Randy are going to steal the show and take over. But you'll have to let me know if you guys can do that. But uh, me and Coop will be live from Miami, not this Friday, but the next Friday. Me and Coop will be live from Miami. And we're going to be talking about what to expect in 2024 for cigars. So the show, nice. uh, not this Friday, of course, because we're doing it tomorrow. But the next Friday will be me and Coop live from Miami, and we're going to be uh, going through what you might expect in the world of cigars in 2024. Jordan and I get to put you on the hot seat. That's right. Yeah. So we're hosting this one, baby. If you've got good questions, I mean, if you want to know what's happening, what they think, I mean, it's one of those where Eric, for once, is not interviewing. We get to grill Eric and Coop. <laughs> nice. Ooh, that's going to be fun. It's a no holds bar. Uh, <laughs> Rob, Rob, before you sign off, I got. Yeah. I want to tell. I want to. I want to tell you this real quick. Um, on the Super Bowl Pick'em contest, uh, I just want you want you to know. Hold on. Right now, um, which team will win? Let's see what the dojo is saying. Yeah, Who what's the win? dojo? So saying? there's a bunch of questions. Fifty three point four percent are going with the Chiefs. Forty six point eight right now are going with the 49ers. So that's that's wow. where it stands. It's pretty close. close. It's like the opposite of Vegas because Vegas is going. It's a two point spread, I think, which basically means nothing. Like they're just saying it's going to be a tie, and they're giving a slight edge to the 49ers. Um, I don't know. Everybody says they're talking about this. Is, it's going to be the, the run game versus run game. And if if we're rolling out CMC, I don't care who your running back is. If if it's a run, if it's if that's what it comes down to, if it comes down to the run game, uh, then we should win. Um, I'm I don't want to say I'm nervous. It should be a really good game, and I think it, I think either team could win. Honestly, uh, I don't feel super confident. Um, I've I did not feel confident uh, going against Green Bay. I. And I was right to not feel confident because we almost lost that game. But I was super confident that we were just going to destroy the Lions, and that didn't happen. So I, I don't know. This team, if we can't do uh, the thing where we get really far behind and then have to come back in the second half. But uh, I will be uh, drinking some beer <laughs> and yelling at my television all day Saturday. Uh, we've got some uh, – so we'll have some some wings and some queso and uh, – my mom used to make these things when I was a kid. We'd always, when the 49ers are winning all these Super Bowls, she made this little hors d'oeuvre called Chili Yummies. I don't even know what's in it, but my wife's going to make those this year, so I'm excited. <laughs> Boom. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. We talked about having a party, but uh, I think I'm just going to, I'm probably going to go. too nerve wracking. Uh, now, uh, yeah, Daryl says, what's the cigar for the next flavor I see, which will be mm. not Wednesday. But the next Wednesday, two weeks from tonight. So we're doing uh, Oveja Negra brands, which oh, is not a certain that that encompasses basically four brands. So you got like right. uh, Black Label Trading Company, you got Black Works Studio, you got Emilio Cigars, and you've got uh, help me out, guys. Here, what's the other one? Did you say Black Label Trading? Yes. There's, oh, there's uh, Emilio, and then the other one is oh um, Dissident. Dissident. Yeah. Dissident. Those are the Oveja Negra brands. Yeah. So pick so there's, one there's of those a, out and, uh, and, and, and be ready for two weeks from tonight. It'll be great. Yeah, you got a, a wide swath of cigars to choose from. 
right. uh, there, boys. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. Go Niners. We'll see you next Wednesday, or two Wednesdays from now, as the Odyssey continues. Thank you.